0: It's your girl Christina Savani, and this is Save, Save the Podcast, where we are changing the perspective on what it means to be saved one episode at a time. What up, you guys? So, we are back for episode two, and this season is completely different for last season because we are coming back weekly. So, last season, I got to the, like, middle of the season, and I honestly just felt like I was not doing enough. Um, I felt like I wasn't challenging myself enough. I felt like I was doing a disservice to myself, to the Save Safe brand and to the purpose that God had for me by only coming to you guys twice a week. And it was really a confidence matter. It was a self-esteem matter. It was a matter of like is this going to work? Are people going to listen? Is this going to be worthwhile? And so I sold myself short and I was like, I'm only going to do every other week because I didn't think every week was good enough. I didn't think I had it in me. I didn't think anyone would listen. And honestly, I started not to do every week this season because of the same fears, the same doubts. But we're here because I'm done second guessing myself. I'm done not listening to God especially when he has told me 10,000 times the exact same thing so we're here for season two episode two just a week after season two episode one and you know how we get it started with my nothing about nothing and this week uh I want to talk about like my love for Old-time British shows. Like, so my favorite, like, movie that's, like, not animated is Pride and Prejudice. Because I just love old English vernacular. Like, I love how proper and just eloquent old English is like they will just be so sarcastic and so just in your face just telling you like it is but it is just so eloquent in every which way and the way they be talking to each other in Pride and Prejudice oh my gosh like I love every minute of it especially the back and forth between Elizabeth and Mr. Darcy before they finally realize that they are meant for each other and they fall in love um so i'm just here for like all things old english all things like british all like like a part of me wish that like people still talk like that like could you imagine like if our music today was still like in old english vernacular like rap music but like old english like I think about random stuff like that. But again, this is my nothing about nothing segment. But to get into the podcast today, I want to talk literally about everything. That's right. We are talking about everything. So when I... um thought about like how I wanted to take season two I really wanted it to have like a theme so obviously in episode one we were talking about like the kickoff of the new year and how it's just it's not necessarily like a new you but it's just a new year but in that new year I really wanted to focus on the fact that like God is in everything so In him being in everything, throughout this season, we're going to pinpoint every little thing that he's in and, like, focus on every little element. But today, I want to really focus on, like, the everything. So when I say that, like, for me, I can literally find God in everything. Like, I don't know if it's just because I'm a minister or... If it's just because I love God that much, but my faith is so endowed in me, I can find a meaning in everything. And before I really got to this point where I am in my faith, I would see people be like, oh my gosh, I was sitting outside and I was looking up at the sky and God revealed X, Y, and Z to me. And like they would post it on social media Guys, that would annoy the crap out of me. Like, I don't know about you all, but I would be like, how you saw that? Like, God didn't tell you that. Like, there is no way you got this huge revelation because you saw a bunny cloud in the sky while you were laying in the grass. Like, there is no way. But then, years later, when I finally got that personal relationship with God and I started reading my Bible more and I started spending that quiet time with him and I started journaling, I realized that I would be sitting there and I think the first time it happened, I was watching the originals, which for those of you who don't know, it is a sh- is a spinoff of the show Vampire Diaries, and it's about, like, the very first vampires ever. But I was sitting there watching that show, and it was one particular episode that we were watching, and, like, God gave me, like, major revelation from, like, a conversation that they were having, and I was like, oh, he really is in everything. Like, he literally will, like, drop something in your spirit like that. He will give you the smallest revelation or the biggest revelation. I remember one day, I wrote in a journal one time, a revelation he gave me because I swallowed a cough drop. (laughs) Like, no lie. And um, I actually... When I went back, when I was um, preparing for this podcast, I went back to the journal because I keep all of my journals from previous years and I went back to the journal from 2018 to find that previous entry. So basically in that revelation of me swallowing that cough drop, um, God was showing me how we hide things. And so, okay. So basically I have to give you guys backstory. What I do when I have like cough drops or any type of hard candy is I will like hide them like in the back corners of my mouth. Like I will just like hold them back there. And, um, what happened that particular day is I ended up accidentally swallowing it. And so what God revealed to me, he was like, you know, when you were like in school um, and you were chewing gum and you get caught chewing the gum. And so the teacher is like, are you chewing gum? And so you literally have one of three options. Then you have to either admit that you were chewing the gum. You can try to hide the gum in your mouth or you can swallow it. And in that what I was doing with a cough drop at that moment when. I swallowed it was I was actually attempting to hide the cough drop and I asked inadvertently swallowed it and what he revealed to me is he was like a lot of times that's what happens with our sin is that we will attempt to hide our sin from him and inadvertently will ingest the corruption of that sin into our soul into our heart into our mind when all he wanted us to do was admit that we had sinned and come to him and repent and like when he gave me that revelation like back in 2018 y'all I hollered and I was like he gave me all that off a cough drop that I accidentally swallowed on my way to work like what but I say all of that to say that like we can't discredit the little things that God plays a hand in because he plays a hand in everything so when people try to and I've seen it so many times when people try to like decompartmentalize their faith into sections or they try to box themselves into sections instead of just fully being the Christian that they are They're limiting themselves, but they're also limiting God. Like, God is literally in everything, even if we don't want to admit it. Like, he created everything. Everything. Not just the things that we deem good. Not just the things that we deem godly. He created everything. So, in everything, we must honor him. Like... I'm not just a Christian on Sundays when I walk into church or, you know, I'm virtually at church now, or I'm not just a Christian when I'm Zooming on Wednesdays with my church family or when I'm sitting down on Mondays or Tuesdays and recording my podcast for the week or when I'm promoting my podcast on social media. I'm a Christian 24-7. So my life should reflect that. Because that's what it is. Like, it's not just when it's convenient because that's who I am. So I don't hide my faith when I'm at work. I don't hide my faith on social media because that's who I am. I literally have a podcast dedicated to my faith. Like, I literally rock my Save Save sweatshirts more than I'm willing to admit, which Shameless plug, if you have not purchased a Save Save sweatshirt or crew crew neck, they are available on ChristinaSavani.net. Go and purchase them now. Gotta promote yourself because no one else will. But you know, anyway, but I say all that to say like, if you don't want to work with me because I'm a Christian or you don't want to be a part of this because I'm a Christian, then I don't want you in my life like if you don't want to be my friend because i'm adamantly saying who i am good if you don't want to be my business partner because i adamantly talk about my faith good if my faith makes you uncomfortable good because I see God in everything. I know that God is in everything. He's everywhere. So there's no way that I could discredit that. And I want everyone to understand just how powerful that is. Like, I'm looking around my apartment right now as I'm recording this, and I can just see little instances of Him touching everything. Like, I see moments and pictures of the relationships I have with people where I know they are God-ordained relationships. Like, I see the things that he has afforded me to be able to purchase, and I'm thankful that I'm blessed enough to have them. The apartment itself, I'm blessed and fortunate enough that I was able to get in the middle of COVID. Like, there are things where I know God's hand is in everything, But the main thing about God being in everything is, literally, you can find revelation in everything. You can find similarities to faith in everything. Like, I was listening to Ariana Grande's Point of View song. And, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm single, but any, like, true love song... I don't look at it as, like, the person that's singing to, like, the person that they're in love with. Like, they'll be, like, straight-up gospel songs to me. Like, when she was saying, I'd love to see me from your point of view. Like, I'm thinking about, like, I would love to see me from God's point of view. Because he sees, like, all of my pretty, all of my ugly, and he still loves me. So, like, that's another instance of, like, that's a very secular song. Like, she's talking about, like, this guy that she's in a relationship with and, like, she's trying to learn how to love herself the way that he loves her. I'm thinking about God because that's how my faith is set up. That's how I'm set up. That's how God wants all of us to be set up. He wants us to see him in everything. Like, I want to prescribe to you guys for a moment. Think of a world where we didn't deem anything in any type of category. Like, what if there wasn't a such thing as secular music or Christian music, for example? Like, what if it was just music and all music glorified God? And, like, we didn't know the terms of, like, country music or gospel music or rock or punk or R&B or hip-hop. Like, every single type of music that there was glorified God. So, in our minds, it was just music. There were no categories. There was nothing else to like break that barrier between what was secular, what was Christian. Because I know like a lot of times when I'm talking to people and I listen to a variety of music now. um, But if I do listen to what is deemed like secular music, like obviously it's clean. um, But when it comes to rap, like I just cannot do Modern day rap, and I'm pretty sure like I'll have a podcast episode on strictly music one day. Um, but when it comes to like rap music, for instance, I love rap, like rap music in its art form. I just cannot do modern day rap because they don't be talking about anything. Like, I'm a lyricist, I listen to the words, and these modern rappers I'm not even gonna try to name any artists because I'm sure I will get it wrong and the youth at my church will like slaughter me for getting a name wrong I sound so old saying that oh gosh anyway (laughs) um but I love me some Christian rap like I can name you some Christian rappers or even some rappers that like don't prescribe to like the Christian rap label but like they're clean rappers like I love Toby Nuiwe and No Big Deal and Andy Mino, Trip Lee, um, Aha Gazelle like I love people like that so but a lot of people have this stigma on like rap music can't be Christian because they're looking at the history of where rap came from. But I'm like, music in and of itself was created by God. So who's to say what that music was used for? Rap was created by God. He gave these people the ability to form these words and these beats to create this type of music. So who's to say they can't use it in this form? Like, I remember I was going to a 116 concert, which if you aren't familiar with the Christian rap community, it's, um, a group of Christian rappers headed by Lecrae. Um, and I was going to a 116 concert with some friends and I remember I was, you know, getting the approval from my then supervisor for the time off to go to this concert, And he was like, oh, where are you going? And I was like, I'm going to a Christian rap concert. And he was like, Christian and rap? Those two words shouldn't even go together. And I was like, what? Like, would you rather me say I'm going to a Christian rap concert or like a regular rap concert? Like, I don't even see why it's a big deal because it's glorifying God. Like, who cares how? It's glorifying him. Like, it's still glorifying him. What, what does it matter for the medium? But can you imagine a world where that wasn't a stigma? Or better yet, a world where we didn't have to put Christian in front of things. Like, I don't have to say, like, I'm going to... Like, if I wanted to date somebody, like, I don't have to go to a Christian dating site. I'm not listening to Christian pop. I'm not listening to Christian rap. Like, I'm just listening to rap music. I'm just listening to pop music. And it's not automatically deemed secular. Because when we really think about it, like, God is already in everything. But it would be so cool if there was a world where, like, he was really already in everything. Like, deeply enrooted to where we didn't even know the difference. But I also want people to think about that when it comes to their purpose. Because although we don't live in a time where everything is 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 it is what it is as far as you having no categories at all and We do have to put labels on things as far as secular or Christian. You don't necessarily have to box yourself in when it comes to your purpose. Like I was reading something on Instagram and somebody had asked one of the um, Christian influencers that I follow, how do I know the difference between what I should make my career versus what? God is telling me is my purpose and my passion and basically she was saying there is no difference like what God is telling you to do should align with your purpose and your passion in your ministry like if your Christian ministry for instance is to serve in children's church maybe your career path is to be a children's educator. Like sometimes they align so perfectly. Like take my pastor, for instance, he's literally a professor. So during the week, he's a teacher. And on Sundays, he's a teacher. For me, My ministry is literally ministering to people. My career path is communications. A lot of times you'll find pastors or ministers who are teachers or scholars or communicators or writers, those are the people who God called to be ministers, like the people who are very well at public speaking the people who are very well at writing like these are the people who god calls to ministry because it also aligns with their quote-unquote worldly purpose like the two aren't separated because god doesn't play in the realm of separation like the things go hand in hand Because God plays hand in hand with everything. Like, he's not going to tell you, be a chef and then turn around and tell you to go play the drums. Like, they typically correlate with each other. So, if you're wondering how to serve in the church or you're wondering where your career path lines up, a lot of times they coincide with each other. So I kind of just wanted to throw that tidbit in because a lot of people want to separate church and work, or they want to separate everything in their life from their ministry or from their faith. And I just want to remind them that their faith is in everything and God is in everything. And so as we travel through season two, I really want to break down how much Faith is in every little thing. So, in each episode of this season, however many episodes it is until we get to about the middle of the year, we're going to dig deeper into specific topics of everything. Like every, every, everything. Um, I'm gathering a list now. If you want to send me things that you want to cover from dating to discipline to fear to love to anything you can think of, we are going to talk about it this season and how faith and God is in everything. This is what we are going to go over on Save, Save in season two because that's what God put on my heart. And when he puts something on my heart, I got to go with it. I got to be obedient because as I told you at the beginning of this episode, I'm not running from my obedience anymore, which is why you're getting episodes every single week now, even if it scares me. But you know what does not scare me? That is building our safe, Save crew. And you know how to do that. We got... To like it, we got to subscribe to everything. We have to leave reviews, you know, leave reviews on Apple Podcasts, on Google, on Spotify, on Breaker, on Castbox, on Anchor, wherever you're listening right now. Like and subscribe, review everything because we want more people to listen and we want more people to join our save saved crew because we want as many people to shout at everywhere oh you Save Save, because you know that's how we do over here in the save save crew but that has been another episode for us and you know i love you all forever and ever and ever and this has been Saved, Saved, with your girl, Christina Savani.